0: What is up? It is your boy Jalen Benjamin, and we are back with another episode on Vulture and Real. Let me say, it's been a while since I've been the only person on the show, and I love my co-host, and I love when Chris is here, and I love the whole shebang, but it's always good when it's just me, and I can give my opinion. I don't have to worry about talking over people, people talking over me, me cutting out. Are you? You know, I love the debates. I think that's probably my favorite thing about the show. But you know, there's so many things that has happened, and there's so much that I don't think we ever get a chance to really sit down and talk about. And that's what I want to take today to do is actually sit down and talk about what's been going on in the world, where we're going from here, some topics that we have, we're going to do some fam talk, and also, um, I had some questions about college and stuff like that. I don't know if I'm going to get into it in this video, but it'll definitely be covered. Um, let's get right into it. Let's get into some fam talk. Today, i seen something that was really, I think, to me, bizarre and out of this world, and... I just want to, go to my save stuff, because I have everything saved on Instagram under, um, you know, I get saved stuff on the podcast posts, because I see a lot of stuff. This is media, and the thing about this podcast is, I'm looking up here, and I need to look right here, because I'm, I'm testing out the visual version of the podcast that may be coming to you guys soon, so I know this is audio, I just want to see how it looks and the visual and all that, but um so I have everything saved up under media because from Instagram and stuff like that, because this is media. We're in the 21st century. That's how things roll. That's how life is. So that's how we're doing it. Um, from podcast posts, let me go and let's get right into it. So everything with this whole Jeffree Star stuff and the new boyfriend and, you know, me and Shania got into it last episode. And this is my raw and honest opinion. I think that Jeffrey Starr is the type of person that has done some questionable things in the past. Jeffrey Starr is the type of person that may need to, you know, take some time out, reevaluate. But at the same time, he's a human being. So when we start attacking people, when we start bashing people, and we start saying that, you know, this person shouldn't be alive or this person is a racist. It's a, everybody's entitled to what they believe. Again, it's so hard when is said on the media because that can be um, twist and turned. And it's hard. It's hard. My sense on Jeffrey Start as a person, I think therapy could help. Um, I think a tell-all book If you guys want me to be completely honest, I tell our book from Jeffree Star, when he's just sitting down, telling us everything, telling us why he is the type of person he is, why he's been through the type of things, but at the end of the day, nobody can take this away from Jeffree Star. He's successful. He's successful. Like Actually, I want to search up his network. What is Jeffree Star's actual net worth? I think that's something, Jay. Jeffree Star net worth. Jeffree Star has a $200 million network. $200 million, that's impeccable. I feel like in this day and age, people like to discredit you. People like to take everything away from you. But like I've always said, statistics shows that sometimes people who don't deserve to be in certain places are in certain places because Again, when I'm, I'm going to backtrack. When I say people who don't deserve, quotation marks, um, people who you think or we think or I or whoever, however you want to put it, people who you think necessarily don't deserve being there, the statistics show that they deserve that because they worked hard. They have that work ethic. Now, there are some people that scam, do fraud, all that. Don't people? No. I don't, I don't say that theirs is accurate. I don't, I would never sit here and say that excuse me, that they accurately won or earned that money. That's something I don't say. But let's get back into Jeffree Star like and everything that's going on. Because I seen on Instagram and it says, let me pull up the post. So you know he got caught with the boyfriend, the um, new boyfriend, alleged boyfriend. Well, I guess they together from these pictures and stuff. And like I was saying, like me and talked were talking about last episode, he was an ex, no, no, he is a basketball player overseas, and he had a wife, allegedly, or a girlfriend, we don't know which one was, and a child. Since then, the girlfriend, or the ex-wife, or whoever, wife separated, whoever she is, spoke out and wrote a post and said this, tell me what, tell me what I've done to you, question mark. Tell me why to expose yourself but my son question mark. Money question mark. Because I could work harder to make our life because I could have worked harder to make our life better. I was your ride and die. I could do anything to save our relationship anything. I think the situation and the problem when it comes to this is is the way that it came off was almost as if it was an issue with him being gay or talking to Jeffree Star and that's homophobic. One second. That's homophobic. And right off the bat, that literally was the first thing that was said. It was said, tell me what I've done to you. Tell me why to expose yourself but my son. So with you being with this person, the- I get where she's coming from. The exposed part is where people are getting the, mm, 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 like, but I feel deep down that she was trying to say, like, to expose our personal lives, you know, like, you're a child, like, you're now putting him in the spotlight because you're trying to talk to this person. But at the end of the day, as you keep on going on into the, going on in the, Caption. She also said, I could have done anything to make our lives better, blah, 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 blah. So to me, it sounds like she still wanted it. He didn't want the relationship. He was done with it. All that. He ended up with Jeffree Star, a man. He's gay. Blah, 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 blah. That should not, though, be a reason to basically that should not be a reason where you are being homophobic or a reason for that. Because then it's like it decredits everything you said at the beginning, like, for our child's sake. No, it's just for your sake. You're mad that he's with Jefferson, who's a male, um, who may have did some questionable stuff, but I don't even think it's about, like, the racism and all that. I think it's literally because she lost her husband, her boyfriend, ex, or whoever her ex went to a male. I think that's what it honestly comes down to, and I just don't see no evidence. Based off these pictures, he looks, he honestly, and I'm gonna, looks happy. Like, let me show you. Like, he honestly looks happy with Jeffrey. I don't know what Jeffrey was doing in that picture, but, um, like, it doesn't look like anybody's forced. It looks like everybody's happy to be there, and it's like, what can you say? This is them going on nature trail walks and stuff like that. Like, everybody looks happy. On this subject and on this note, I'm honestly going to say that life, sometimes you are throwing lemons. Somehow, some way, you have to make a lemonade. Somehow, some way, it may not be easy. It's going to be difficult. It may be frustrating getting to that in conclusion. Just like a lot of people know, it's not about, you know, everything that's on the other side. It's about the client. This right here is going to show your child. It's not going to be that end result when he's grown up and all that. Look at what's going to be the in-between. And I think that's what she needs to look at. How are you going to now take your child, who's going to be in the spotlight forever because of who his father is and who his father's talking to, and some things that you said that's on the internet, these things will not be taken off the internet. How are you guys going to move forward to get to that finish line, that end goal? And that's all I have to say. Again, Jeffrey, um, from here on out, this is what I'm going to say with Jeffrey. I'm going to give Jeffrey a chance to redeem himself. I'm going to give chan- I'm going to give Jeffrey that chance to honestly say, "You know what? It wasn't like that." Or, "You know what? I was like that, but I'm very sorry. I want to not throw money at the situation. I want to help. How do you guys want me to help?" is that building community centers, being active, giving donations, what do you guys want me to do? And I don't want nobody to say, no, we don't want your money, blah, 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 because this is the thing. If somebody's actively wanting to change, if somebody's actively wanting to help and bridge that gap, then we have to actively be willing to reciprocate. And if we don't, then that's the situation Excuse me. And if we don't, that's what we get at the situation as if, where do we go from here? If we're not going to do better, and he's wanting to do be better, we're at a standstill. Or if we want him to do better, he's not doing better, we're at a standstill. Everybody just honestly needs to come together. That's it. literally it. That's the bottom line. And Let's move on. Next up, I know we're going to talk about Big Sean. Allows to losing a brand new song with him featuring Nipsey Hussle. Let's listen. What's coming? It's going. If it don't give you more, it you. Should be a billion. Everybody's on this time off. I'm not taking with me. Get crazy. And we lost the baby. And everybody crazy. I realize that it's What's coming? It's going. If it don't give you more, it you. Should be a billion. Everybody's on this time off. I'm not taking probably why this with me. Get crazy. And we lost the baby. And everybody I think, first off, that sounds great. Um, I think Big Sean's definitely in this era where he's changing his, not his genre, but changing who he was. And you know what? I think 2020 really showed that for everybody. Having so much time to be in your head with this virus and this pandemic, having so much time to think and having so much time to, you know, bridge that gap that people've had with themselves has helped people change and give a new era, a new ego. And even myself, I'm in this new era. I'm in this J Unfiltered era. And if you know I've been saying it recently on my that's my new Instagram, Twitter, everything, find me at J Unfiltered. I'm working on something that I can't wait to share and it's the whole Jay Unfiltered era. And to me, it's it's gonna be something dominating. It's gonna be something game-changing and the same goes with him and i think that's what he's doing i'm so happy let's get to the baby i just want to know is it ariana's that's literally the only thing i want to know because i i recall if don't quote me i remember hearing or a rumor or a tweet that was posted and deleted or an interview that maybe she had a baby and lost it or she was trying to get pregnant Can we get them back together? Can we? Like, I feel like that was such a great era for Ariana, besides the, um, you know, the Mac and all that stuff. And, you know, what's that man's name? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Malcolm. Malcolm. I think that's what his name was. Malcolm. Yeah. But um, because... Even though that was a prominent area for Ariana, Big Sean and Ariana was just something that nobody ever seen. And I feel like he honestly changed her. Although Malcolm probably did too. I um I think that it was also a switch. I think it was a switch. I'm honestly gonna say I think it was a switch. Um, if it was her baby, I think that'd be a great thing. Um, I think maybe we can rekindle that. I say, why not? Because although she, we know her heart, she was deeply in love with Malcolm, and that that was probably who her true love was at the time. I think that's great. I think now, how do we how do we move forward? You know, how do we go from here and move forward? And I think if it's not with anybody new, and I guess she is seeing a new person that she did in the video um, with the whole quarantine that she did with Justin Bieber. She's but if that ever ends and I hope she does that that girl's been through a lot of relationships in the past couple of years. But if she does find some type of crazy way to to find love outside of this relationship, not saying I want her to, I'll hope it will be with Victor. Why not? Why not? Why? Let's move right along. Okay. So, this is another thing. Jacquees was cooking up some good old breakfast. And, to me, it, the food looked good. I'm, I'm just going to say the food looked good. It it didn't look bad. It didn't, it, like, the food honestly looked like he was seasoned, like, well, he was mixing it in the flour, and people talking about, I need some seasoning, how do you know that fish wasn't already seasoned, talking about, did he clean it, how do you know it wasn't clean, just because a video start with it going from the, like, it was on a pan and, and to the thing, like, it was already out of the wrapper, it was already done, it, it, that food was seasoned, I'm sorry, he was black, Jacquees, uh, Jacques. Jacques. Jacques, it's Jacques. Why do I always? Because I never want to know if I want to say Jacques or Jacquez. Because honestly, like, can it just be one name? Like he had, to, anyways. He black. He know how to cook. Uh, he the food. The food. The fish was clean. It looks clean. The mm, don't look like it got no season. But no, some people's got the seasoned flour. Um, seasoned flour meal already, or some like put their season in, in their um fish um fish meal all that already. And yeah, so we don't know. They was talking about his eggs. Everybody know you cook eggs That's How y'all know them eggs that come fresh? Like, it's just so much. And this brings me to why I want to talk about this. People are so judgmental. And we've seen this with the Jeffree Star thing. We've seen it with, you know, so many other things. But people are so judgmental, so cruel, and so rude. And this brings me into this next era. I wanted to talk about depression because I've been pretty vocal how I suffer from depression. Michelle Obama has come out talking about she has low-grade depression. There's been so many people coming out talking about depression. And although I've known about my depression for maybe two years now, um and I've known how to and I've learned how to cope with it and deal with it. Many people are figuring out from this pandemic and Depression is such a thing that I don't think people ever really think about. Like, we know it exists. We know some people have it, but people don't ever really think about it. Like, there's a lot of times where in depression, there's fears you can take to, you know, even out. But the best thing is to learn how to cope and learn how to evolve. The thing with depression is you can find yourself at some low times, and it comes out of nowhere, literally It can come out of nowhere. You can find yourself at some low points. You'll find yourself not wanting to eat, not wanting to talk, not wanting to be around people, not wanting to function, just cry, just be in a dark room for days. And I know because I've been through this. I go through it still to this day. But there's always another side to it. There's always reasons why. There's always ways you can learn how to cope and learn how to deal and learn how to not trigger or learn how to, if it is triggered by accident, how to get around it. Or if you can sense that it's happening before it gets too deep, how can you do it? I know for me, I know for me, an episode could last for like a week to two weeks for me at a time. They probably happen every, what, three, four months for me. Like, they're, they're they're not, like, every day. And it's not like I'm going through it for three or four months. It may happen, like, say it may happen in August. not saying, like, these are scheduled, but in these probably aren't even exact dates. But it could happen in August, and then, like, it can happen again in January or again in December or something like that in Sometimes it could be four. Recently, it's been for like four to five days, like two, probably three to five, actually, but three to five days. Two years ago, like when it first started, when that was but I was a sophomore or a junior, but I'm, I'm a sophomore in college now. So, so it's, it's been three. I think it's been three because it was the beginning of my junior year, uh, junior to senior freshman freshman it's about to, three years yeah it's about to be three years in a couple of weeks that I actually first realized I had depression. first talked to somebody about it and you know actually realizing that so it's been almost three years that I've been living with it and at the beginning like for that first year it would be like every two to three months and it would last slowly for like two weeks. And in between this, I was still going to school. I was still you know, acting like everything was okay. But when I was alone in class, when it was quiet, like I would just be in my head or on the bus where i to sad music in my head, at home, closed off, not talking about it, not talking to anybody, in my head, maybe eat, maybe not eat, good home, just sleep, not doing homework, not doing nothing. Still pass. still did good because I, I'm basically when it comes down, I love to do work like when it's time, when it gets down to crunch time, I'm even more so boom, 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 let's get this done, I know the grade I want, I know the grade I can get to, so let's do this, but you know, that's how it was at the beginning, now it's more so three to five days it'll last, and it happens probably every four to five months, it's very more like it's not more common now because now I'm active like doing things. I have so many things that's going on, but that's another thing. Because just two last week, I had an instance where, and it was actually my last week of actual like vacation where we weren't recording. I wasn't in school. Just that mindset of getting ready for all of this, and I was just really reflecting on, like, everything, but, like, that was also my most prominent, because I wasn't working, but I was doing meetings. I was dealing with financial aid for school. I was dealing with um, new stuff that I got going on. I'm dealing with my book that you guys heard me talk about, the season one, episode one of this podcast. There's so much that I've been dealing with, and it was just, like, so much on top of reflecting that just sent me into a bad downward spiral, and. It was a lot, but it took me like two days, actually, two, two and a half, three days to really shake that and get back to myself. The whole time, I was just sleeping, watching YouTube, watching TV, Hulu, Netflix. I was. It was like my last week of my no carbs diet, so I was still doing that. Just honestly, I can see the difference now. Like, I don't have to eat junk food or do all that. I can still do me, know my schedule, do what I have to do, but just like I was taking meetings and everything. It was one day where it was like bad, bad, that I just didn't do nothing. But I've learned to evolve. I've learned to honestly evolve. And that's the great thing. But I do want to say that We have to be careful how we talk about people, how we comfort people, how we handle situations, because we don't know what anybody's going through. And depression, I've seen now more than ever that it's something that literally everybody is coming out the woodwork saying they have. And I mean that as in, like, let's look at that as a sign, because depression is actually, a lot of people have depression and don't know it. A lot of people live their whole life with depression and don't know that they ever had it. So I think that's something that we definitely need to learn how to understand that it's real. It's not going anywhere. My thought was, well, here, my back. But um, yes, let's move on. I think I have just a couple more things that I want to talk about. Well, do I really? Um, I would. Mm, no, I'm gonna say because I'm also. Um, I, I, we have another episode. This week is really a crazy week because we just came back from vacation, right? But Chris is on. Chris is on vacation so it's really hard and we're in the middle of doing season like finishing the second half like the next so we shot the first 15 episodes then we took a month off literally a month off and so much has happened i came back like we that's our last week i was in meetings i was in meetings with the crew um as you guys found out last episode well yeah last episode that shania is joining season three so we've been in Meetings about that, talking about that. I've been in meetings with production because there's something that you guys have to wait to the end of this season, that that last episode we're going to tell you guys about. Um, There's so much going on for season three. Then I have, like, jam-filtered, and I can't wait to tell you guys about that. But there's been so much that's been going on that I haven't actually had the time to, you know, sit down and look. And then before I do it, we have to literally jump into filming. And Monday was crazy because Shania is filling in for Chris. And it's like, our schedules were not meeting up. They were not. And so we didn't shoot. I, me and Chris usually shoot like in the mornings. We tried, we, when we used to do tour days, we used to do the afternoons because it was easy. But we used to shoot in the mornings. And then, um. what I was about to say. I totally forgot to see my brain. Oh. And so me and I did, and we ended up shooting like three or four or something like that. Then today, we are supposed to shoot again, and I just, like, I text her. It's 6.14 and I'm shooting this. Excuse me. Excuse me. And she texted me back a couple minutes ago. She says she'll be home at 8.30. So that's when we're going to shoot the next episode that comes out. And it's a lot. I cannot wait to be live. I really can't wait to be live. But before we go live, like I told you, I'm doing the test run right now for the um, visual. And me and Shania are going to do a second test run for that visual. I'm going to look at those, take those into consideration. And I think we're going to do an IGTV, start with IGTV, like post these on the IGTV. Let's see the views. Let's see how they're doing. And then we're going to work on trying to get live. We're going to work on that. um, I think that'll be really cool, really dope. Who knows? Um, Even if we can't work on getting live, we won't work on getting this on YouTube and stuff like that. I think that'd be very cool. So it's been a crazy week, and I'm not actually back to shooting with Chris until next week, because that's when our actual, you know, second half of the season starts, because we shot, like I was saying earlier, we shot the first 15, we still have 15 more to go. So that's where this era, and it's just been crazy. So I was just looking at some stuff and I was like, no, I want to save that for a and I issue because whew, that's some stuff that we need to get into. This feels nice. Like many people look at me crazy. Like you, people think like, Oh, doing a one person show that must be so aggravating with this and the third. I love it. Like, I honestly, absolutely love when it's just me. I, I love having like my co host I love, you know, I can't wait for season three because we have some guests that's going to become, I can't wait for season three is going to be the epitome season for me because it's going to be such a high season. I don't know how we're going to follow that up with season four, because we know we have five seasons that we're officially got to do through the thing. And as long as our numbers keep doing great, we'll keep going. As long as you guys show that you want it, we'll keep going. But it's so crazy. And I think next, next, cause we have six. Next season we do pop will also be a hundredth episode. There's been so much that I cannot wait to get going on with this podcast. So it's always great having guests, but I love when it's just me and you guys. I love when we're just talking. And this is like a diary session. Like I could come on here, talk about everything that's going on and keep it pushing. But um we're gonna end this video off, not not end it right here, but like we're gonna end it off talking about college and things like that. And a lot of people were asking me about Georgia State. I got a lot of DMs about that. Um, I got some friends that were also asking about it. Um, Even some cousins of mine. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it and talk about it in the podcast because some of you want to know. And I don't want to say it every time. But I'm going to make a video on it. And I'm putting it up, especially since we're in this August realm. And hold on a second. Um, Shania just texted me. Okay. So yeah, we're in this August realm and this is time when it's time to you know do applications, get that out there. And I know how stressful and aggravating this time could be. So I really wanted to take the time out to talk about this and answer these questions. And I knew I was gonna do this episode by myself. I just didn't know when I was gonna do it, but here we go. Um, first, I'm gonna start off with the application. The application to Georgia State was, I don't remember this application process. I mean, okay. I applied to Georgetown, Georgia State University, Bethune Cookman University, um, Clark Atlanta University, Texas Southern University, and I feel like there was one more Florida Memorial University. There was another school that I applied to. Like, I know 100% there was another school that I applied to, UC um, not UCF, um, Georgia State, Clark Atlanta, Bethune-Cookman, um, Florida Memorial, Texas Southern. I don't know, if Florida, like, okay, anyways. Georgia State, I don't. So I got into literally every school I applied to, um, except for Clark. Clark was my dream school. I wanted to go. It's part of the AUC. Um, that's the Atlanta University Center. It's, that's Bellman Morehouse, and Clark. My best friend Shania actually went. But um, I ended up going to Georgia State. Yeah, literally, literally not even what was that a five minute nine minute drive I remember that drive in my heart nine minutes on a good day which most of them because I went like five minutes it was a five minute drive literally okay but it's the fact that once you go over the bridge I was in downtown like the heart of downtown Georgia State is downtown once you go over that bridge Georgia State okay I know I keep saying. Georgia State is literally at the end of downtown you have like Centennial, um, all that stuff, um, all that blah, 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 blah. Then you have Georgia State. Georgia State's literally here, but it's still like in the heart, kind of. It's by Grady. You have Georgia State and Grady. Then you have the big bridge. Like, it's not a big bridge, but it's like a bridge where it's like the Staples Center and Mercedes-Benz um, so City and all that. And like, literally on the other side of that is the ghetto. And that's what. It was the only HBCU that I would have actually went to. I applied to Bethune just because I know I could get in. And it was like if I didn't get in, then I would be really pissed off. But it was—I love that school. I fell in love with school. I wanted everything. They waitlisted me. I got into Georgetown. Georgetown, and it was a time, and that was because I've always was the epiphany of being obsessed with Washington. You see, I still am. I still want to do something with. Biden, because Trump, I don't want to work for your administration, but Biden and anybody else, even a Republican, just not Trump, I would come and work on your communications department. If you're listening to Unfortunately Real, if this ever gets up, I want to work in the White House. I want to work on communications department. I want to be communications director. I could run that podium in that press secretary room unlike anybody else. Unlike anybody else. I'm just saying. I'm just putting that out there. But um, so they waitlisted me, um, Clark. And when they waitlisted me, I was just, at this point I hadn't applied to Georgia State. I had literally applied to everywhere else. And I was like, dang, like, what am I, I want to be in Atlanta. At this point I want to be in Atlanta. Like, I love Atlanta so much. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like everything is done with It's over. It's ruined, there's no more hope. I started looking into Georgia State. Um, I applied. And this is the thing because we have problem, we have walk walkthrough. So I applied and literally, what was that? Like, I applied and literally forgot about it. Like, not forgot about it, but it's like I just wasn't thinking. Like, I was just getting back into senior year, like trying to really just have fun. Like, I just didn't care anymore. Like, college was so stressful. And look, I know what I got accepted to. I will think about all this stuff later. I knew if it wasn't, excuse me, I knew if it wasn't like Clark Atlanta, I was going to go to Texas Southern. So it was like I had actually been to Texas I loved it, loved Houston, loved Texas all that, love it. So it was like I was going to go to Texas so it was like whatever, whatever, whatever. But then it's now to the point where like I want to be in Atlanta. I want to be in Atlanta so it's like why haven't I heard back from these people? But I was like at this one, it was like three days in. Like, so literally that forgetting process was for like three days. And I was like, I want to go to Atlanta. Like, why haven't I heard back? Which is like, just Jalen, forget about it. Literally that next week, I just came from dropping off Chris somewhere. I forgot where I had to drop him off that. Dropped him off and literally got the, no, before I dropped him off, got the email that I was, let me see if I can pull it up. Let me see if I can pull it up because I literally got that email. So no, this is all from like last school year, and I'm scrolling all the way to the end. Okay. Okay. So. Um. Okay. So the six. The sixth of May. Prom was the twenty seventh of twenty sixth or twenty seventh of May. I got the on um, of April. I got this. Wait, I got that on May six. I got that on May six. Oh, that's what it was because I had totally forgot. Okay, so yeah, the story was correct. I was dropping Christoph all that, but it had—I had wanted to go so bad. Like I was like, okay, I'm just putting that. I got it because for walking, we had to put the college. I'm like, Georgia State. because so at this point, I just knew like all the requirements were already met. Everything was done. I had like I it was like, if I don't get in, I want to fight. Like Clark, it, it, I don't know. Clark was understandable on certain points on why I didn't get in. So it wasn't that big of a deal. It was just my test score. I didn't have the best test score. But I got into Georgia. We're not going to go there. Maybe my essay. Maybe my essay. But my essay is what got me into Georgia. I know that 100%. So I just knew I was getting into Georgia State. So I just put that down. Went to walk through all that at prom, gym, going to Georgia State University. Um... At the time, that's when my um, my best friend, when Shania wanted to go to SCAD, which is also in Atlanta, I think it's in Midtown, so or Buckhead, one of those. Don't really know, pass it all the time, but don't know. Um. So then, that's when May 6 came. I was literally dropping Chris off, and I got the acceptance letter, and I was so happy. I called him like I just knew from the. Keep going, I feel hair on my back. From then, I just knew like that's what it was. I was going there, I was going to Atlanta. Everything was set and sewn. I was happy. Groom situation, all that. Went there for orientation, got everything financial aid. Everything for fall literally moved so smooth, so easily until. Moved in, all that great experiences, great memories. Didn't have a car. And the thing was Georgia State, we have our main campus, then we have our perimeter campuses. Me, I signed up for classes at the main campus, and I signed up for classes at the perimeter campus. The thing is, the perimeter campuses are in Dumwoody, Marietta, Clarkston, and Decatur. We have four we have one more i just don't know so we have and they're nice size campuses like the size of a high school no bigger because my campus was huge That clarkson campus is a huge campus but so i had classes at both so i was literally ubering because i was supposed to use my father's car but stuff happened i was ubering and it was i literally like savings wise because i had money you know that's spend all that that first week most of it was gone because I had to Uber there Uber back and then I want it was my I'm wanting to go to parties like it was my first week in college and I'm meeting people my money was gone and I literally had to call my mother and I'm like I don't I can't do this and even she already was upset because I was supposed to be using my cup fell car she was upset with me no but so she, we like all like they had gone into it and all and we had to literally, like, me and my father literally had to come together, like, we have to find something. I literally looked high, and you know, it literally was, like, a week straight still of, you know, him driving me off or me getting money, people sending me money to, you know, be able to take the lifts and stuff to school every day. Found my car. It was a Ford. It was a Ford Focus. And I went to go look at it and got to the dealership, and my car was gone, it was gone, and my father went off, my father went off on that, man, I felt so bad, because it was like, how do you tell somebody, okay, we had the money, because my car was paid for, the car that I do have now is paid for, we're paying cash, all that, get there, paying for the car already, the car is gone, you sold it, now, I was pissed. Now I was, I was pissed. And that was a Thursday. So we get back in the car, all this, I'm pissed, he pissed. We all pissed, just taking back to school. I'm over this. The man said he was gonna let me know if something came in, blah, 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 blah. He was supposed to have a new set of cars that is coming in tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. The next day came, I, cause it was on Facebook, like Marketplace. So he messaged me and he was like, I think I have something that you'll like. He sent me my car, sent me the pictures. And at first I was like, okay, it's not a bad looking car. Um, it, it's manageable. I could do this. It's a, I have a 2003 Acura TL Sport, but it's anything everybody says. I need a new paint job on the outside. Okay. But anybody who's ever gotten in my car says it looks nice in the inside. Like my seats are nice. My materials nice. The colors nice. Like, my car is a nice car it's not a bad car besides the paint job my car is a nice car but um so get there, so everything and i was like okay it's not and the paint job's not this okay it needs now but it's not it's still it's not even bad it wasn't bad even then so we get there i get in it and i see okay got aux cord okay this is okay oh okay there's hope and I started driving it, and it had a sunroof. I can look up, it, it had a sunroof, and we touched drove it. I fell in love. I said, I want it. I want it. And the funny thing is, there was a Nissan Altima push start 2008, no, 2011, for probably, it was like 500 more than what I paid for mine. And my father was like, no, you know, we still got to do insurance and all that, and blah, 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 and I'm just like, please. And he was like, you know, if this one doesn't work out, if he doesn't have that one, we'll go through with it. To this day, do I wish I got it, the Nissan? Yes, because it's like it was a newer model, but at the same time, I love my car now. Like, I can't see myself not having my car. I just, like, the color, it's a gray color, like a smoky gray color. And so it's like a blue, but bl- like, it just, it just is me. It's me. The other car could have became me, but this one is me. Like, it was me from the beginning. The other one would have had to become me. But all that to say, so got my car. This is way off topic of what we're talking about with Georgia State. But after that, everything else was fine. Um, did have a few hiccups in school. But after I got the car, everything else was fine. Um, people wanted to know how was the party like. This is the thing about Atlanta and the parties. They're good. They're cool. They're good. They're nice. All that blah blah pop. After you're like third party, if you got to pay for a party, don't go no more. Don't go. Don't, um, don't go. It's not worth it. Like I rather go to main event, go to um, Six Flags, um, go to tailgates, go to um, kickbacks. Like at the at what is the thing? We're gonna get that when we talk about dorms. But Aspen, that's where like sports people stay, and it's like an apartment where Georgia State students stay. Aspen, like, they have a lot of cool kickbacks. Like, I would go to stuff like that. Because the parties, first off, you're paying $10, 10 to $15 to $20 to get into a party. Then you have the people who's going to, oh, pay extra. you can get them. Pay extra, or it's it's free until this time, and then they're going to hold the line. That's what every party, that's what every college party, I believe. But the thing is, Atlanta party, you're partnering with George Tech, CAU, which is Clark, Atlanta University, then you have Morehouse, then you have Spellman, then you have Georgia Tech, Georgia like Georgia State, Scat, like you have everybody partying together. And it's like, it's the same music. It's the same people going to the parties. Like you're not gonna miss nothing. Especially at Georgia State, like, once you know the people who go to like, once you see the Golden enough parties and you see these people, you see them everywhere. Like, and our campus isn't like a small campus. Our campus is big because of the simple fact it's downtown and everything's spread out and it's in different buildings. So I can really say that I seen like, especially like the same 17 people almost every day. Because the thing was my calf, to me, to me, my calf was the best calf. Patton was the best. But Central also had a good cap, but if you go to Central, you're definitely, because that's the big one, and it's open 24 hours, so you're going to see everybody. So let's party life, all that. If you go to like one to two to three at the max, you shouldn't go to that third one, but at the max, you want to go to the third one. After that, I'm telling you, don't go. After that, that's your cutoff. You spend a good $50 probably in all that, Ubers. Probably sixty with Ubers, their backs, you know, splitting it with your friends, or if you're going by yourself, or meeting people there and paying for your tickets, and and if you gotta get an outfit for each event or go get something to go, then you just spent a hundred dollars on three parties right there. So if you go into three parties, think about if you go into like a hundred times three. So think about if you're going to fifty parties, fifty divided by three is. 16, so 17 times 100, it was like $1,700 right there. That's like unacceptable on like 50-something parties. Like, I, I personally wouldn't do it, but... But um, class. The thing I love about university is you get to pick your classes based off your major. Like it will tell you. Trust me, I literally just went through that when picking classes right now. I picked a class that wasn't in my major, and I'm doing general studies right now just because I'm in the process of changing my major. I know what it wants to be, and also because I'm working on something else. That it's I'm in the space where I just put general studies. In general studies, I feel like you should be able to take anything. And I took an intro to business class. No, it was business value in you class, and then people told me that it wasn't a part of my thing. And if I don't take it off, financially, go financially, they ain't gonna pay for it. And this be over here. Well, like, I don't know who gonna pay for it because they going to pay for it. I ain't paying for it, so let me take this class right off of here. But so you do have to make sure it's within that. But after that, everything is fine. What's next? What's next? Um, I'm trying to remember stuff. Um, dorms you have, we have five dorms on campus five dorm choices we have Patton Hall which is where I stayed that's the nicest well it's you have Patton Hall you have Piedmont Central and Piedmont North those are the three freshmen upperclassmen are Lost and University Commons Piedmont Central is two rooms and in both rooms you have two beds so it's four people so two rooms two beds four people in total and you have a bathroom like literally with just a toilet and what on one side of the suite and then the other side of the suite you have a shower and just a shower so the good thing is you don't have to poop and pee all together i mean poop not poop and pee you have to poop and shower Like, it's separate, and then the sinks outside, and that's one of them. That's what I wanted at first. I did because they are the newer ones, and they're nice. But then, right, then I got Patton Hall. Patton Hall's the best by far. By far. Patton Hall, you're going to know everybody. We have six floors. I was on the fifth. I was about to say I was on the top floor. We have six floors. I was five twenty nine. I can see it because I'm not there no more. That's special room. I don't know. Somebody else had a room, and her her layout. It was the same room as mine, but her layout was an L. My layout was just like an I. That L gave you so much more room. I don't care what nobody said. I don't care what nobody said. And now I want it. And now I'm not. But um, basically, pattern is you have. I have my one room. I was alone and then I shared a bathroom that came with the shower, the sink and the toilet. And on the other side, it was two people. So we had a suite, it was it was the hallway that literally everybody's dorm hall doors were in. And then it had my door and then I had my room. And the only thing we shared was the bathroom. The only way we could get to each other was by going through the bathroom. And that was just for like me and my roommate. So it was three of us in total. I had my own room. Those who share their own, that simple as that. And But Patton Hall, and we have a dining hall that's under us, it's open Monday through Friday, and it closes at nine o'clock every day, and it opens at 8, no, because I had an 8.30 class, so I was going, I think it opens at seven, it opens, at 7. It opens at seven. It opens at seven, or 7.30, one of those, and it closes at nine, Monday through Friday, it's closed Saturday and Sunday. Piedmont Central, so if you were hungry, you would have to walk to Piedmont Central after nine anyways, but Piedmont Central is only 24 hours Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it closes at nine, so, which I think Friday and Saturday, Sunday, it should be open 24 hours and every other day it closes at nine, but you'll be surprised, people are up in there at two or three o'clock in the morning, because I know I been, because like I couldn't sleep and I wanted like an ice cream or because I went to sleep after class and missed dinner, and downstairs were closed, so I had to walk in. I didn't spend money on no Uber Eats or go get nothing because it's 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, so I got to go to Pete and to eat. So, yeah, it was packed for plenty of days, and, then yeah, plenty of days. Then you have North. North, if you get North, then you get it. Like, you just got to make the best of it, but... You're sharing a room with what? You can share it with two, three, four, or five. I don't, don't ask me about those. I've never been, you know, I, have. I walked past like a, somebody wanted me to see it. I came and I said, oh, this one looks like, let me sink outside. Um, it's an old motel and an old hotel that they combine with another building in the middle, I want to say, or is it just a motel and a hotel that they combine, they re-renovated it, and it's now dorms. Lofts are really nice. You get four. Everybody has their own room. We share a bathroom with one other person. You get a whole full furnished kitchen. That's the only type of kitchen in it. University Commons is nice, too. University Commons is where most upperclassmen actually stay besides some lofts. University Commons hold a lot. It's huge. People don't realize it's huge from the outside because you just see, like, literally a corner of it from the outside. That's all the outside shows, literally our corner. Put on this dark, not dark tunnel, but you put on this tunnel with windows that, that has offices and stuff like that. And you get to these gates, you go inside the gates with your key. Wish I had it, but it's not here with you. Um, you guys are, this is not the actual visual yet. So it's like we have a key um thing that lets us in the sensor. Our key lock, so it lets us in the gate, go through the gate, and it's like so many different. You have A, B, C, or D, I think. And it's huge. It's huge. They have like 14 floors, I think. I think I went to the what, 13th, 12th, something like that. They got a lot of floors. That's huge. And it's apartment style. Everybody has their own room. You share a bathroom with one other person. And you have a fully furnished living room and a kitchen. Same like lofts, just in like an apartment style, not a loft style. And yeah, that's pretty much it on that. Classes are pretty easy, it's easy to get, you know, good grades, not that hard. Um, I had class Monday, Thursday I didn't take class on Friday. Again, you make your schedule. I just wanted a three day weekend. And it honestly was better on me. Friday I cleaned, I did laundry. I. Um, did lunch and Friday or Sundays, it just depended. And Sunday I would do it like at 11 My friend would come over from my best friend, also my other friend star who's at Clark, they would come on because we could wash for free. Don't you're not supposed to let nobody else wash, but anyways, they would come over and we would all wash together and talk and have dinner and yeah, just have fun. But um, what was I about to say? I totally forgot. What was I about to say? It was it was it was, oh yeah, Fridays. So yeah, so Fridays I would, you know, do home catch up on any last minute homework that I didn't do, that needed to be due for that week, because most of my homework was due Saturday and Sunday, and I didn't want to, do I want to have fun, and so that's what I would do on Fridays, and Saturday and Sunday, my best friend stayed with me every weekend, she would come with my dorm, so we just had the weekend, we had fun, went to church on Sundays, came back, had a little lunch, whatever, at the church, then dropped her off, and did my whole week over again um it's nice being in the city um there was some things that you know did happen i won't talk about them on here because i feel like everybody should have their own experience and i don't ever like to talk down on anything that i've been a part of or that i call home and family in georgia state i know i had issues with some things and did and some stuff happened, and it wasn't so per se georgia state more of atlanta for me, but I would never talk down because it's something I hold in my heart. I love Atlanta Steel. Um, we have a love hate relationship, and that's how it's gonna be. But it's great, and that's pretty much Georgia State. If you guys want to know more stuff on Georgia State, just DM me um, on J M Unfiltered. You can follow me on J M Unfiltered on Instagram. You can follow Chris at K A A P P E on Instagram, and you can follow the podcast page at Unfiltered and Real on Instagram. And uh, I think, is that it? I think that's it. I can't wait for Chris to get back. I miss him so much. Like, I love doing the show alone, but it's just been so great. This was a great therapy session, actually. This was a great therapy session. But I just can't wait for Chris to get back so we can get into all things Unfortunate Real, all things fam talk, all things hot topics. And it's going to be so much fun. Um, I will be back Next episode with Shania, so make sure you guys tune. And the numbers are going up. You guys are so faithful, and I just love that about you guys. Um, And when Chris comes back, even though my Instagram has seen it, and you guys have probably been clicking on the link and seen it, but I will officially announce something that's happened. And I know you guys have probably known by now, but you don't know the other thing, and we officially announce it together when Chris comes back, and I actually surprise him with. Well, he knows them, but. Anyways, we'll talk about that. I love you. Chris loves you more. Until next time, bye.